got it figured out. Go ahead. You got it figured out? Okay. Well, my partner has it figured out, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Darwin's Family Crest with Jeremy and Derek S. Um, uh, we, I, I think it's fair to say that it's beanie season, friend, and I think fall is finally fucking upon us. Uh, please tell me that you love this shit better than the swamp ass and the fucking marsh balls. Yeah. To fucking deal with. I've been ready for hoodie weather for half of the summer now. Yeah, I mean, and that sounds that sounds liveless because I mean, and this isn't even a a, a Trayvon Martin uh, episode at this point. But what I want. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> what I want everybody to take from this is that breezes are beneficial. Okay. Um, and um. You know, I, I, I find, I find even in, even in these, in, in like, in chillier weather, it's, it still gets to be uncomfortable as you get older. And that's, that sucks. Like, Mm -hmm. and, and I, and I'm, I'm noticing that like, it even sucks to just like, cause I go from, I, I, and this is, this is on, this is an uncomfortable uh, topic for me because I, during like about nine months out of the year, I don't wear socks. Okay. Um, I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't like wearing socks. Um, it's why I buy shoes so often, but it's also why, um, I, I, I mean, I, I can maintain a reasonable temperature. Uh, I can walk out, uh, in a 35 degree day with a t-shirt and a hoodie or I'm, I'm sorry, a t-shirt and a beanie on. Um, it seems to balance out in some way. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I've, I've been looking forward to the, to, to just chillier weather in the Northeast um, I understand that that uh, the Midwest and uh, I guess Wyoming and Colorado, like they've had snowfall already, which I just think is bonkers. Yeah, uh, that's kind of nuts. Know. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, but I mean, it's also hockey season, too. And I know I, I, I it's not going to come up on the pod, but um, I got the uh, WBS, uh, the Wilkes-Barre's Grand Penguins shirt on tonight. Uh, happy to be saying that I'm going to see them. I'm going to be in. Uh, I'll be I'll be ever so slightly beaten down the uh uh with the northeastern jurisdiction uh in a couple of weeks uh my kid's birthday is um in about th- like two and a half weeks and we're gonna go see uh we're gonna go see the uh, the local team uh hopefully kick some ass so um but you know oh, again yeah. it's it's their their fall circumstances and, do you uh, know do you know what else comes with fall I don't know where you came from. Maybe not where you're currently living. Maybe not where I grew up. Fall equals fucking juvenile delinquents throwing uh, hard corn and <laughs> eggs and all kinds of whack shit at your house or your trees or your car. And I, I, I feel like it's probably everywhere, but where we grew up, people did it all the time. I never really got into the miscreantness of that, but uh, I yeah. definitely uh, saw the aftermath of it. Yeah, eggs, I mean, it, eggs will strip the veneer right off your vinyl siding. That's for certain. Yeah, um, uh, I had one like asshole like at like um, somebody, a guy that I worked with. He uh, he understood the uh, the egg proteins. And uh, he put uh, he put egg white on top of my first my first car, uh, and uh, yeah, it it ended up taking off about six inches of t- of, of paint uh, on a nice uh, a nice warm sunny day. So yeah, 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 he's yeah he's pretty much a piece of trash. So um, hope he's dead. Uh, but <laughs> uh, uh, I you know and but the thing is is that I I think I think I'm might I might be pro pine cone and pro uh like strong corn throwing over like busting up uh people's hard work uh that is their jack-o'-lanterns like i don't i don't know that i necessarily buy like putting in like putting a you know like tea lights and stuff like that in your jack-o'-lanterns and whatnot but um i i mean even even just the the cheap little like like dollar like led lights like it gets the job done i mean and no but like even in the days of Billy Corgan's uh, 90s band, like I felt like that was a very hateful thing to do because oftentimes it's a kid's hard work, you know? Yeah. To smash somebody's fucking pumpkins is just like, what are you doing? That's not cool. Yeah. And, until November 1. At that point, all bets are off and you could smash them on the road. But Yeah. 
did I did I tell you that I actually kept a um I kept the jackal like the first jack o' lantern that that my kid ever carved. Uh, he was like he was he wasn't even two or he wasn't even three yet, and um he drew on the outside of like what he wanted like the the um the pumpkin to look like. And we kept it for a long time. It was at our it was at our first house. Like uh, my 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 wife and I were were I mean we were newly married and stuff like that. And uh, like I said, my kid was barely two years old. Um, and uh, I we kept it for the longest time. I mean, he carved this thing probably like second week of October, and it was still like like by the second week of November, it was still sitting in our in our living room on top of our. <laughs> It was still sitting on top of our entertainment center, and I didn't realize like how rapidly, like in a, in 70 degree like temperatures, that like black mold festers inside of gourds. Um, and I had the worst migraine for it was the first one I ever had, the worst migraine ever for about. I mean, it was literally it was probably 10 days straight that I had yeah. a migraine. I just, imagine just, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, just to find out that yeah. And and it's and to this day, like I mean, like real talk, like I, eleven years later, I I seriously still, I mean, I like black mold is my, it's the antithesis of me, like I it it cancels me out quicker than anything because I am super sensitive to it, and uh, it's funny because uh, working in the cardboard dungeon that I work at, uh, it, it actually uh, it 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 festers everywhere because sure you encounter it a lot more than you would think in the pallets and the trailers coming in. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, and it's I mean it it like those that are more like you know that are that aren't attuned to it like you don't like you're not really sure what's going on with you until like you start reading the symptoms and you're like, fuck man, because it, it feels a lot like the flu mixed with like food poisoning, like mixed, like, like put together uh, because you have like, you have these, you have these sweats and like, you have this, like this weird sort of just like bowel uncomfortableness, I suppose. And and it, and it doesn't get any better um, until until you're like away from the stimulus completely. And um, again, with uh, with, with, our, uh, with our 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 uh, progenitive schedule at this point, um, we're only going to get uh, or this guy at least. This guy's only going to get more exposure. Um, but I mean, the, to be to be fair, I mean, I I, I don't want to I don't want to ostracize anyone else who. Who, uh, who cars uh, moldy pumpkins and that kind of thing. But uh, I would like to recommend uh, some music for anyone that is carving pumpkins. So um, we, did a, we did a sort of a slipshod sort of prefix to, um, you know, it, it, it might not be your party music, but um, uh, if, if you do feel like busting pumpkins or you feel like throwing uh, 100 grands at children, um, uh, on, which is interesting because this year trick or treats actually on Halloween. It doesn't happen too often. No uh, shit. I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah. Uh, cause it's usually the last Thursday of every month in most places in Pennsylvania. And, uh, um, this, the last Thursday of the month is actually Halloween. It's 10 31. So, um, I mean, do you have any personal, uh, 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 I mean, let's say, let's say just, I don't want to say Halloween themes because it's so broad, but like, like, what do you, what do you put on the minute it gets a little gordy? This, uh, this feels like an SAT given answer. Knowing me, you're going to already say, yeah, that makes sense when I say this, but typo negative October rust album, like the minute it starts getting chilly out, I fucking start listening to that like daily. It's just so fucking good. And, then you got to go back to Bloody Kisses and listen to Black Number One because Black Number One is the perfect Halloween song. And like typo negative, something about Peter Steele's voice just screams Halloween to me. Yeah, I mean, I I, I get type I get typo negative. I mean, because I still I have I have the October Rust album art fucking ingrained into my head. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because I mean, when you work at a music store in your teens, like like you're you're hanging like you're literally hanging up uh jack-o'-lanterns on like on like picks on a on a um uh, what's it called on like store picks yep. like oh it's it's halloween what are you listening to and I'm like, <laughs> uh, 
what what would uh counterpoint what's your uh go to and i'll start thinking of another one for myself all right so i mean i it's they're they're okay they're time pieces for me um because i worked i worked at fye uh, or i'm sorry i worked at the wall um uh you know during a pretty influential time and um the the first one that jumps out to me um is uh is don't drink the water by dave matthews band i think it's actually maybe the darkest uh song that they ever did no it absolutely is it absolutely uh, is that's uh, Atlantis at the end of that, right? It's Atlantis at the end of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh yeah, that whole that like that album that album actually has 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 two of has two of my favorite Halloween songs on it. Um but uh, I mean I, I I gotta go I gotta start with at least at least with Don't Drink the Water because I just I just see people um in like I don't know, the fifteen eighties or sixteen hundred, like just 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 dreading you know the cold like the cold october nights and stuff like that and, oh yeah you know you know come out come out there's no use in hiding it's just that the lyrics are so dark and i, it's I you know uncharacteristic it's, as hell of dave matthews too it's just it that that song is always i it's definitely one of my favorite dmb songs yeah and and i i hate to say it but i mean i i don't know that dave's ever growled in a song uh like before before that song like i mean he he doesn't do much but but it's but it, it it's it's in that it's it's right after that third stanza you know where he's like you know yeah, yeah. i live for my justice you know and he he gets a little growly yeah you know, he does you know i and i just i i, I think that is just it's Again, and I because you talked about October Rust and I was talking about mold and stuff like that. Like there's there there's this common sense sort of thing that prevails where like I mean, even though even though there wasn't any like because we've talked about how we've we've debunked the idea that anybody is really fucking with uh, with uh, Halloween candy and stuff like that, like putting razor blades in like paraphernalia and stuff like that in there. Like I don't like, think there's ever been a recorded actual case. No, it's it's all it's all just it's all just I mean, it, it, it it's filler. It's it's just filler and it, they're all campaign. Exactly, yeah, it's no, it is there. It ends up what it what it turns out to be every time. It, they're just political non sequiturs. That's all it ends up being. And 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 for me, I would just as soon focus on like like just being entertained. And I I I, I will I'll get a laugh out of out of out of one of those articles i'd much rather just like get get a couple of legitimate chills out of out of don't drink the water um from dave and uh and again like i said i just just i mean it's it's literally three tracks down on on before these crowded streets but halloween's right there um and uh he growls on that one too you know as he's as he says bury on but I got some other ones too, but I I feel like you may have reloaded. So why don't we why don't we go back to you real quick? Yeah, we could make an episode out of this one. I definitely reloaded. Um, a lot of specifically Glenn Danzig era misfits. Misfits. But in particular, the song Halloween and Halloween Two. Man, oh my God, I used to cover that in a punk band fucking a is that a fun song to play and i think afi even covered that song at one point it's just like a really fun three chord punk song about a very dark twisted halloween fucking uh every urban legend you've ever heard about halloween candy apples and razor blades and the dead walking and everything but i mean that's glenn danzig that's always been his lyrics you know sure and it's 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 weird because i think a lot of people were able to distance themselves from the misfits in england danzig because danzig had such a prolific med, like metal career yeah. but but i i mean it's it's hard to not uh associate the misfits with halloween because oh shit or horrorcore in general horrorcore yeah. doesn't exist 
without yeah, the misfits, you know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, because we could, I mean, like... I mean, be it ABK, be it fucking, uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, ABK is more rap, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, Horrorcore, like uh, Wednesday 13 and the Murder Dolls and everything. Yeah. Joey Jordison has done post-Slipknot and, like, fucking dope and all that horrorcore shit you know it wouldn't exist without glenn and the misfits yeah because i mean it's it's funny because i i, I went down I, I like i did a deep dig on wednesday 13 and i realized it really wasn't worth it like it ended up just being like like some suit like some seriously wasted time i i i don't i don't ever feel that way too much but i i like i liked the story but ended up hating the result you ever feel that way absolutely like, yeah, I feel like so, Edsel Dope was the better Wednesday 13. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I, I mean... Did, and, and, speaking uh, of totally non-sequitur fucking side, did you see the drama going on between Rob Flynn and Edsel Dope this week? I, no, I, I, I didn't. I've, I've actually... I've, I've had a different, deeper dig, but, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm entertained at this point, so I, I hit it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the... Uh, and then we'll get right back to I love the conversation we're having, but we'll get right back to it. Uh, it started when Rob uh, put out a new Machine Head song last week. And the chorus is basically just die, motherfucker, die, motherfucker, die. So Ooh, careful. <laughs> so there's a ton. There's a ton of dope fans that came out of the woodwork. That's like, uh, this sounds a lot like a dope song that came out in 2001, you know? Yeah. So Rob fires back with who the fuck is dope and who's still listening to dope. Ooh. <laughs> so, so Edsel and it's fucking crazy, Derek, you need to find the transcripts because I don't have it pulled up or anything. He gives the most like Edsel dope being the voice of reason in this is unreal. He starts with, <laughs> Because, I mean, he's a known fucking uh, drug addict and, like, fucking just wild boy, you know? And um, he's like, I don't understand where Rob is coming from. I'm a huge Machine Head fan. I've always been a Machine Head fan. We've even shared tours together. And he says nothing but respect for him, you know? And, wow. uh, and then he drops science on him. He's like, who's listening to dope? Here's the latest Spotify numbers of dope versus machine head. It looks like we edged you out by about 30,000 plays last month. And, you know, that's he's just gentle ribbing him. And then Rob comes back with basically, I'm sorry, dog. Look me up next time you're anywhere near me. We'll uh, we'll hang out. It, it was it was one of the burniest fires i've ever seen uh extinguished so quick because it's like yeah you're misdirecting your hostility rob you know yeah. he's a fucking metalhead and he's been a machine head fan since the beginning you ought to chill you know yeah, and so cool. oh oh and the greatest part was edsel's like look um die motherfucker die not exactly profound lyrics and i'm not gonna win any awards for that and i'm sure there'll be many people saying it before and after me i didn't bring it up the internet brought it up so just chill on me you know you should seriously look up the transcripts it's pretty good shit well i mean i i, I feel like i that sounds like reddit fodder for me so i mean uh i mean i, I i'm down for that anytime <laughs> it's crazy it, I, couple things i pulled from that is is uh uh etzel dope being the uh, fucking voice of reason is just bonkers to me like oh, yeah. I, I mean oh, that's yeah a, <laughs> that's i mean seriously dude that that's that straightens the spaghetti out man that's crazy i uh, um, don't remember who went last but this is halloween cover by marilyn manson is a fucking amazing cover from uh nightmare on elm street re what is it called nightmare on elm street yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare Revisited. It's from the Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, like, they re-upped the soundtrack and put out cover album for it, which also has Korn's Kidnap the Sandy Claws on it. And uh, those are both killer covers from Nightmare on Nightmare Before Christmas. Jesus, get it fucking right, idiot. <laughs> No, it's 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 interesting because you brought up um, again you 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 brought up uh, that whole die motherfucker die bit. Uh, it it reminded me because Twisted used it at a, used that at some point and uh, uh, 
it uh, the Twisted's obviously a uh, it's a, a it's a spinoff of of the Insane Clown Posse and uh, a, another fucking Halloween tune that I that it just ends up getting it ends up getting played no matter what during this time of the year is um is Halloween on Military Street. Oh uh, man, yeah. It was a side by ICP, and uh, it's it like. I, I I am the quietest and maybe I hate to say it, but I I haven't been able to shake them from from their from their ability to tell stories. All like right. all right, at I, least from the Riddle Box Malenko era, which is when yeah. that was recorded too, like the Forgotten Freshness one album. Yeah. Like I couldn't care less about them now, but like Right. The first couple Joker's cards from the first deck, the and Riddlebox and Malenko were just so fucking tight. I think it's probably because we were teenagers when we were being impressed by them. But uh, Halloween on Military Street is a fucking great track. It's yeah, it's it's fantastic. I mean, and like I I mean I'm. I'm skipping. I'm skipping other like other potential candidates like House of Horrors. I mean, like I, I I'm just 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 for the sake. But like I I specifically would listen to Halloween on Military Street because it's literally it's it's a trick or treat chronicle. Yeah, uh, and you feel like a poor kid in Detroit listening to it. Do. Holy shit, you feel like yeah you, you that, yeah I mean and like again we might end up having having this discussion with this with this outtakes and B sides album because like like especially around i don't know like i guess around my birthday or maybe like shortly before uh before christmas because uh i don't know that we can't we can't not talk about santa as a fat bitch at some point just because it was written it was written and it's not terrible oh, uh, god i love that first forgotten freshness collection jesus uh what the hell was too man i mean like they they had so much that they omitted that they that that they just canceled what the hell was the name of the freestyle rap on there that's just them and twisted and uh Oh my god! I think it's just literally called eighty-five bucks an hour. It was, it was eighty-five bucks an hour. That's it. So fucking good. I love yeah. it. And yeah, Jay, because... Jay trailing off at the end of that is so fucking funny. <laughs> I, I mean, and it's, and it's, I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I don't like to stand on ceremony about, uh, about just because they're, to be fair, they're like who they've, who they've sort of become, and like they're, they're following, or they're, it's not very good. But but the the music that they put down is worth it. It's worthy. And I, I mean, I, I, I know I, I know Juggalos and Juggalos are great fucking people. Like, it's it's weird. They're the most fun. Like, I swear to God, it's like it, it's it's like people these people that love ICP and Twisted and that whole Dark Lotus following and everything with the Joker cards and stuff like that like they're as devoted as anybody that's ever been on heroin but they're functional and it's yeah. crazy because like I mean it's it's just like but they go fucking batshit crazy whenever that Fago hits them um like here's here's a crazy aside but uh I I assume you're friends with Trude from work yeah. And every time she posts something from some ICP or Twisted show or something with her with the band, it blows my fucking mind. You oh, know, yeah. her and oh, full geez, fucking she's fucking rubbing shoulders literally with 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 Violent J and 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 STD. STD. <laughs> what? No, it's it's the acronym, sir. Yes, I know. <laughs> I never thought of it like that, but yeah. <laughs> uh, man, but no, look. I, and again, I, I, I think, dude, I think the move, the movement was a lot cooler when I was in high school. It was a great movement. I had, I had every Joker card shirt. I mean, and I, dude, I was oh. paying, and I was paying, yeah, I was paying like $35 a shirt. I may and, have said this before on the pod, but there's uh, two things in my life that judging by the cover alone, I had to check it out. And one was the uh, original Joker's cards of ICP because I, if you've never seen them, it's some of the sharpest artwork you've ever seen. And it punches you in the fucking face. It's a professional logo quality black with the logo 
in green or gold or whatever color this Joker's card is, and it just punches you in the face. The other was Twilight, and I was way off base with that one, but the Twilight art for the first uh, series of books or whatever, it just, it grabbed your eye, you know? It's just the black, white, red color scheme. It just fucking, the simplicity of it all. Yeah. No, I mean, I, yeah, 100% on that. Um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just just to make sure that I punch this home real quick. Um, I, I, I'm, I, I'd, be, um, I'd be remiss if I said that I wasn't listening to, uh, again, around, these, around this time of the year, um, uh, The Graveyard by Midnight by Cradle of Filth. I, I, am, I am just, I, like, I'm, I'm pumping the entire album um, fuck what 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 album is that on my god it's like track three off of uh um, there's so much cradle filth i've never did dove in, into but wow um I, I that bums me out i mean i'm actually I, let me let me go ahead and deep dig here real quick but uh, i mean and again i i've i've seen some other ones like i mean and they're they're sort of they're sort of i don't want to say they're they're um they're uh, you would expect to hear them but like but the the legitimate songs uh that came that, that ended up being title tracks for for the rob the the second and third uh or i'm sorry the first and second uh rob zombie albums or i'm sorry the uh, rob zombie movies that came out uh, uh house of a thousand corpses and uh the devil's rejects their house of a thousand corpses is by far a better it, it's 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 a better i mean it's a better song um oh, yeah but I, but the devil's rejects is another solid song um that you again you should be listening to and i i guess there's just one more coming out of my end and and i i don't i, I didn't really think about it whenever like um like the first time i heard it i didn't i didn't associate it with it being like a sort of a, a, a time piece in a way but if you like if you think about just the sound of it like just based on audio you only live once by suicide silence is is a pretty dark fucking like october type of like like i mean it's just so fucking it's 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 morbid the 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 sounds that come out of of uh uh, especially uh, since mitch is dead yeah it's it's, not around anymore yeah so like him it, it was like a portent of the future like he fucking knew how it was gonna end and he's like fuck it just go nuts you know yeah yeah I, I just I, I watched that I watched that video for the first time today and and it's pretty I, good. I, I it's it, <laughs> it it's weird because like I I, I rediscovered that song this summer um, because unfortunately um, I, I I I have to liken um, uh, someone that I that I, I literally don't know if I can like go forward uh, endorsing, but, uh, the, uh, the gun, the gun drummer did a ridiculous fucking riff, um, of literally the last breakdown of you only live once by suicide silence. Oh, yeah. and, and the only reason that it really hits me hard is that in that video, first of all, the whole band's at a fucking gun range. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's start with that. Let's the, behind the, the wall, <laughs> behind the wall. And there, let's, let, let's, let, let's go ahead and let's, you know, that'll be their, our jump off point for, for the, you know, just, just for the symbolism going forward. Uh, the other piece of it is, is like the part that, that he actually picks up is it, it's, it's literally, it's after, um, uh, it's it, it's 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 after the third stanza. It's the last like minute, ten minute, fifteen of the song, and this dude picks up like after simulating the drums on the third stanza. On the last breakdown, he picks up two AR like I, I mean I'm sorry they're I think they're M16s and then and and just starts double firing them to the double bass that's mm-hmm. being played to that song and. If you're following the video, the band is just getting fucking wasted mm-hmm. during that point of the song because yeah. they're behind the curtain. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like I don't know. It's I I I I didn't put that together until tonight because again I had just literally I I I, I was one of those things I was out and about and I was like, dude, I, whatever I'm listening to, I'm not satisfied with. So like I. <laughs> 
I was just like, man, I want to, I want to hear this song. And I, again, it was, it was weird seeing, again, it was weird seeing Mitch, uh, Mitch Lucker again, you know, um, one of those dudes that, I mean, again. Did you ever listen to the tribute album they put out after he passed? No, I don't think so. Um, you should, you should dig it up. It's pretty fucking cool. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. It's got. It's a who's who of metal singers singing the songs with the band. And uh, the finale of the uh, concert is Randy Blythe from Lamb of God singing You Only Live Once. And it is fucking intense. I mean, it's got Chad Gray from Mudvayne. It's got Austin Carlisle of Mice and Men. It's got... uh, I'll pull it up quick. Um, While I'm thinking of this, though, um, I just want to add... Opeth because I add Opeth to everything. There's a song called Demon of the Fall, which is literally about sacrificing or being sacrificed because it's autumn. And um the entire album Blackwater Park is like autumn themed. A lot of their early albums they had like seasonal themes to them. So they did like a series of four albums that were like spring, summer, fall, winter, and Blackwater Park is very autumnal sure suicide Um, silence okay um a lot of these names i don't know but tim lambesis is on it from uh as i lay dying austin carlisle from uh, mice and men chad gray rob flynn from machine head max cavalera from sepultura and uh soulfly uh, Phil Bozeman sounds familiar. I can't remember who it is, but this album is pretty tight. Like after Mitch died, they did a tribute album with just guest singers from the concert, and it was pretty cool. Yeah, I can dig it. Um, just just to clear up, I uh, I wanted to make sure that uh, anybody looking for the Graveyard by Moonlight, that's on Dusk and Her Embrace by Cradle of Filth. Uh, I was gonna guess that. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't it, sure, it, but it's. It was it was their second I would say well no probably their third most no yeah I'd say second most um uh like identifiable like like dark like dark album because everything else uh, is it's it, they're either discographies or their um uh or 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 their like spring or summer releases. Um, the, the, I, I, the only, the only one that I would put behind it is, is, uh, nymphetamine. Oh my God. Uh, I was going to say nymphetamine is like the only one I ever really deep dug into the video for the, uh, song nymphetamine. The title track is so fucking good. It's yeah. just so fucking good. Like I see, I could see how somebody could get really into Cradle of Filth. If you can get past Danny Filth's, like, screech scream, because he can actually sing when he's singing, but his scream, his scream is like a screech, like a demonic fucking screech. And um, I could see myself getting really into Cradle of Filth, but at this point, there's such a backlog, I just haven't dove in, you know? Yeah, and and look, I am not I, I don't advocate that that it, it needs it needs a deep dig because I mean I'm I'm at most I'm a one month a year kind of cradle of filth guy because it's a I mean just just the the nature of it it it's 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 hard to get into like you end up you end up kind of driving a uh um I I don't I don't it's it's, it's it's like if you can't if you can't get into like I kind of have to loop them in with like uh, the Mars Volta um, and stuff like that. So like if you're if if you're put off by a lot of people would call it nonsense. I just think it's um, most people would call it noise and that sucks because you just have to be able to you have to find a, a venue to appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's it's not it, it doesn't come it doesn't it doesn't hit the ear right the first time you listen to it. Oh, it won't either. I no. don't know what made it click for me. And no. I mean, it hasn't fully clicked or I would have been. There's such a backlog of that. Because like I started with the Annihilator song. I guess we said this off mic. There's an Annihilator song, Alice in Hell, that I would add to this list. It's fucking awesome. It's about a girl named Alice that really lived that basically said her dreams were trying to kill her and she succumbed to her dreams and died 
eventually, and that's what the song's about. Cradle Filth covered the song and did a killer job with it, and it's just something worth checking out, the Annihilator or Cradle of Filth version. Yeah, by the way, uh, again, DFC listeners, like, like, that's your deep dig for tonight is Alice in Hell, because everything else can, I don't want to say can wait, but there's a chance you've heard it already. Yeah. Because we're not, you know, again, a, a typo is not, not new. It's it's not new no. stuff from us. Um, uh, it, D, Dave being Dave's a little new for us, but I mean, if if you like, I don't know, like you could have you could have found Halloween on your own. You could have found Don't Drink the Water on your own. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this Alice in Hell bit, I I actually I I had to dig that one up. Um, it it's a it's definitely a cherry. Um, I, I'm sure that uh, I, I'm I'm sure that I mean it came up for me. Um, uh, I, like again, I. I, I, it's a blessing, but it's a curse. Uh, social media. Um, I, I, found, I found it through social media, so um, I, I do appreciate it at that point. Um, but um, you know, it's it, uh, it's it, it's worth your time. And uh, you know, I guess I don't know. We we went. Everything we went, is worth your time. <laughs> it is. It's all worth your time. I mean, especially because we're only. We're only talking about like, I mean, this is this is sort of like spitting in the face of the idea that, um, you know, this is like the what you really like out of this whole list is really what you're going to end up probably uh, like playing on your phone um, when you get a bag full of candy corn or that fucking apple cider candy corn that they have out there nowadays, my God almighty. Like, I don't know if you've had that shit yet, but it's just like a fucking cinnamon bomb. Uh, I mean, candy corn's bad enough. You want to throw it at people after they give it to you, but uh, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a, there's an apple cider candy corn that literally you just, you, it's, it's, it's terrible. It's, it's just awful. That just sounds awful. I don't think I'm interested. It's worse than getting an unsharpened pencil uh, from a house. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to add Static X, uh, Static X to this list, but there's nothing particularly Halloweeny. I guess cold because the video is like about vampires and shit. Yeah, I, 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 I Static X makes me think Halloween. I guess it's because Wayne was so over the fucking top and had his hair like fucking spiked to the sky and shit but i don't know cold if you haven't seen the video for static x cold you should check it out because i think the band one by one becomes vampires i think it came out around the time queen of the damned came out and uh another one if you're a fucking dead not dead alive uh what the fuck is the oh my god (laughs) <laughs> the one with uh bruce campbell goddamn evil dead evil dead um there's a strapping young lad song called love that reminds me of halloween because the video is an homage to the evil dead and they all become deadites by the end of it and it's just so fucking cool because yeah. devin devin townsend in those days looks like a fucking deadite before he put makeup on so You'd, if you've ever seen the show Metalocalypse, Devin Townsend is the inspiration for Pickles the drummer with the skullet. So if that doesn't <laughs> land with you, you should check it out and you'll see what I'm talking about. Pickles the drummer and Devin Townsend look very alike with the skullet. And uh, what was remaining of his hair was just dreadlocks. So <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I get that. I mean, it's it's weird because... Um, I, I mean, you brought up a, you know, you brought up something that sort of, uh, it, 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 you only get, you only get the only thing about after just like after, after a minute. Uh, and I, I, I needed that whole, like, I needed that time to be able to come up with the idea that, cause I had pitched to you about a week and a half or two weeks ago, um, <laughs> that we were, um, uh, we were at work and I was like, and somehow, and I think we know how, but um, Wu-Tang came up, or came up and I was like, okay, so you're a former Wu-Tang fan, but all right, so what 
have you heard the grave diggers yet <laughs> and they haven't i mean it, it it hadn't come up and yeah. uh and that whole six feet deep album um just it's 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 outstanding uh, if you're not if you're not familiar uh uh, uh, Grave Diggers is basically it's a mishmash of um, of uh, uh, Wu Tang Clan members along with uh, this. There, there's a um, I mean Method Man was in it, but he was he was an associated act. But um, I think the RZA was the main guy from Wu. The RZA, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the RZA and uh, and uh, um, uh, there was a guy. A, a, that founded it uh the guy's name was the gatekeeper um it it landed as horrorcore back in 94 um uh and it's 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 i don't know it, it it's it, it's so it's so good it's it's uh um if you're even the least bit a fan of of the wu-tang clan or like just any really really like tight like but they're super dark rap lyrics like like i mean you're talking like i mean it's it's they're borderline macabre at this point Jesus um, christ that dude died of colon cancer in 2001 at age 36 yeah he wasn't yeah it's it's it sucks because yeah they haven't they they resurfaced uh like like eight years later and it was it, it it was it was just a it was a it was a, a facsimile of of the uh of the former of the former the former bit because they they uh they added people like uh like tricky to it and i was like yeah uh, and they're in their know. 40s and 50s now so yeah, it doesn't uh, work yeah like i mean how's the, how's this make you feel the fucking rizza is 50 years old oh God, have, you seen, dude. <laughs> have you seen any of the hulu by the way, have you seen any, any of the Hulu uh, fucking uh, 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 the, the Wu Tang thing? No, yeah, I haven't checked it out yet. Have you? No, I haven't. I was kind of hoping that you did, though. I probably because... will at some point, and I'll let you know. But um, I suspect it's good. I just haven't dove in on it yet. There's just so much media to consume at all times anymore. I want to see fucking Joker, but I don't know when that's going to happen. Probably when it comes out on yeah. digital or something. But I have to hope because I mean I'm I, I've got a little bit of a shorter week next week, but uh, a shorter week means that it's uh, it's going to end up being busier. Um, I'd like to. I, I was I was shooting to see it on Tuesday. It did. It fell through. Um, uh, it's just it's it, it's hard it, because um, it's it's become difficult to to know how prepared you need to be to go to a theater to see a movie that has social implications to it. Yeah. Uh, and it's weird because I, I, I mean, almost like like um, almost like almost almost to a to a satirical point. Um, uh, my wife and I watched Gladiator today. And uh, I, and I, it was it was you know with uh, obviously with uh, Russell Crowe and Joaquin Phoenix and that kind of thing and um, it, it, there was there were so many just dramatic pauses that that uh, that uh, 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 Joaquin Phoenix had as a as the Roman Emperor <laughs> that I I was just I was just so comedically <laughs> inserting like Joker lines into them yeah. That like I I took my wife completely out of the out of the plot of it. Like, <laughs> he's like he's literally resting on the breast of uh of of Connie Nielsen at one point uh, who plays uh who who plays uh, uh, uh the emperor's uh, sister and uh, uh he he you know he pauses pretty dramatically after uh, she says um. Uh, you know, do you know, do you love me and that kind of thing? And he pauses so dramatically, and it, <laughs> I just, I just rip right into. You wanna know how I got these scars? <laughs> you know, let me just rip, the- let me just riff off of that for a second. I think people exactly our age have been doing that to our wives and girlfriends and boyfriends and husbands and shit. Like, 
since about 1998, and I blame Mystery Science Theater 3000 because yeah, every that's... time, every time, there's a fucking awkward pause in a movie. I'm fuck. I gotta say something, and thankfully Kaylee just puts up with it at this point. But like. <laughs> If you disassociate, if you fucking step outside of yourself and you listen to yourself, it's kind of ridiculous how thirsty you act sometimes because MST3K was so fucking thirsty for jokes. They would just, you know, they would rewatch and rewatch these movies till they had a joke per fucking scene, basically, you know, and just spit it out there. So I feel like I got to be kicking out jokes that frequently and it's just not very sustainable. I, I hate to say it, but like, I mean, that was the third, <laughs> it was the third movie that, 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 uh, her and I watched today because unfortunately she had a migraine. So she already wasn't like built for my shit. For, for, <laughs> all right. Uh, but the first movie we watched was 13 ghosts. Okay. And like, I, I hope for your sake that you go find that movie. Is that uh, the Michael J. Fox movie? No, no, no Shannon no. Elizabeth, never mind. Yeah, it's Shannon and Shannon Elizabeth and uh, Tony. What am Shalini. I thinking about? Frighteners was Michael J. Fox with the ghosts. Frighteners. Uh, no, no for Frighteners, Frighteners was Kevin Bacon, wasn't it? I don't know. I'm gonna go find out. Keep talking because uh, I but, don't want to uh, stand in here. <laughs> I, I I was I I I went out. And I I got some I got some food because uh you know we were. You know, we were hungry and uh, and I, I came back in and uh, I saw Matthew Lillard on the screen and I was like, oh, what are you watching? And she's like, oh, 13 Ghosts. I used to own this movie. And I was like, OK, well, I haven't seen it yet. So why don't we restart it? And she's like, well, no, there's other stuff we can watch. And she was really just trying to say at that point, uh, this movie's trash, but uh, <laughs> let's hit it. Um, and and <laughs> I. I it's it's super like it's just not very good. I mean I like I I I was I knew what I was in for it about a ninety seconds in. Oh, yeah. Um whenever uh whenever the credits said in introducing uh Ra Digga, uh who oh, apparently uh, apparently she's a she's she's part of the flip mode squad back in the day. Um and, <laughs> and she she provided the title track and, and she's just she plays she plays this like she's this sassy like like live in babysitter that tony shalhoub hires because his his uh he's he's a widower that uh that uh his uh his wife gets sick and dies in a hospital fire um that sounds like a fun story (laughs) yeah no it's fan no it's fantastic and like i said yeah if if you want to incorporate uh yeah matthew lillard in it it's it's just it's it's a great cast for like for the wrong movie. Um, like if they would have made, if, if that was like 13 ghosts, Van, Van Wilder, uh, which very obviously is the favorite for the name of this episode is, uh, I mean, it would have been perfect because like this, this, this raw digger girl, dude, she, she, she reminds me of like a surly, like, like uh diner, um waitress that, that just name got... sounds familiar but i can't recall that movie at all yeah it's... okay frighteners definitely has michael j fox it also has john Aston, who was the original gomez adams who is at this moment still fucking alive and raul julia has been dead since the 90s yeah, it was his last his last role was M Bison in the Street Fighter movie, right? Could could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it I think it was, and that's just embarrassing. I like I couldn't even stand to watch that movie. Well, imagine how embarrassed I am that I that I pulled that from from Raul Julia's career at this point. 1994, uh, he died. Yeah, that was his last credit. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, you know, and and that's that's one of those movies I wish I feel like they could they could redo Street Fighter, and I think they're missing out on an opportunity because, I mean, obviously you can tell that Marvel's tumbling downhill. Um, yeah, it's starting to. I, you know, like those '90s Adams Family movies were the fucking shit. I loved were. them. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, but Street Fighter more so than Street Fighter. I think they could make a really good Mortal Kombat movie in today's age, and it would be good because I'm telling you what, in the 90s, and I'm not even embarrassed to say this because anybody that is a fan of this show knows that I'm a metalhead but also a techno head. The fucking uh, original Mortal Kombat movie as well as the Mortal Kombat Annihilation movie, the soundtracks, I pounded the fuck out of those albums. And they were mostly techno. Like, that's where I heard of KMFDM the first time. That's where I heard of a lot of, like, Juno Reactor and shit. And I cannot find Mortal Kombat Annihilation anywhere. No, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was, that was the first... Um like unplanted tomato that rotten tomatoes ever did yeah uh, like because that movie was that fucking bad i yeah. mean it, like it i i hear oh. you but at the same time it's oh, it's the like, movies were shit dude yeah but i'm not I mean, even gonna defend that <laughs> oh man i, but I mean the th- but the themes and the fucking albums i loved the shit out of it because i didn't have to hear stuff like oh yes this will be a fatality. It's like, wow, that's pretty good acting. All right. <laughs> yeah, unless it was sampled, which it, I'm, I, I can't guarantee it wasn't sampled. Did, did they? Was there not one point in those, in those, uh, in those soundtracks where they didn't sample somebody saying, uh, you know, fatality. Fatality. Oh, absolutely. Fatality. Yeah, it would. Yeah. So, I mean, again, this, this kind of look. I don't I don't come after you too often, but whenever you wh- whenever you endorse Mortal Kombat Annihilation and Behind Blue Eyes by Limp Biscuit, I mean I listen. I, I, I'm in, I'm endorsing the album, not the fucking movie. The movie <laughs> was trash. I watched about 20 minutes of it and had to shut it off because it was that bad. The first the first movie was watchable. It wasn't good by any stretch of the imagination. I would implore you to go find a video game movie that is any good and let me know because i do not think they exist and um hopefully that will be rectified when they eventually release a uh, the last of us movie because the last of us is one of the best fucking games i've ever played in my life do you know anything about that you're not a playstation is, guy is that that game where where they where where you have to like 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 the the zombie apocalypse is happening and you have to make like your own fucking hut and you have yeah. to go out and find shit and stuff like that. No, like, no. To... no, it's more like uh see you're not a PlayStation guy at all, you're all Xbox. Um the Uncharted games it, it's the guys that made Uncharted, but it's a zombie apocalypse, but the zombies are basically like black mold took over and the fungal uh thing the fungal parasites are like taking over mines and shit and the sick part of it is if you read into it there are funguses and bacteria and shit that do have a parasitic nature that could parasite off of somebody's mind and take over i mean all you got to look at is uh there's ants that have parasites attached to them that are basically zombifying them and shit and it becomes a lot more terrifying, and it's like, wow, this could feasibly happen. Yeah. At Target um, Distribution Center. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Goodness. Um, well, I mean, we may have to cut a chunk of that, but I, I, I uh, regardless, um, I, me. Uh, to your, fire me. <laughs> to your counterpoint, um, I'd have to, I'd have to give you two, um, uh. Uh, video games that made better movies. Uh, Resident Evil uh, is probably the first one I'll give you. It's the best um, of the best, I'd say. It's not well, I, great. I, I, look, I, I'm look. I'm I'm partisan, okay? Because I will. I mean, I'll pretty much watch. Yeah, I will. I'll watch anything that Mila Jojovich is in. I was gonna uh, say you're just after Mia or however the I, fuck you say I, her name. Dude, I wish I was like it's it's not even that, but like I've seen an alarming amount of shit that she's in. Yeah. Uh, it's I I I think it's the female like sort of heroine kind of thing that I'm that I'm into because I was tempted to say Tomb Raider, but then but then I I don't want to give any props to Damian Light at all. Um, yeah. like like I mean any any at all for that yeah. movie. Uh, 
but uh, the the other one that I actually came up with was um, uh, the 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 live action uh, the live action Tekken movies are actually not terrible just because they're all they're all martial arts based. So like I mean, I had no idea they existed. Yeah, they're um they're not. I mean. they lack, I mean, they lack in plot like everything else does. But I mean, like if you're just talking about like all you're doing is like you're substituting the idea of a, you know, like going up a qualifying level of more, more and more difficult people. It's I mean, like it, it's essentially it's it's a revamp of Enter the Dragon. So yeah. it, it doesn't like if you have somebody that is at least comparable, comparable to, to Bruce Lee, then like you're probably ahead of the first Tekken, which isn't difficult. The first Tekken's garbage. Yeah. First off. Uh, Tekken two is, is a, is a masterpiece. Um, but then, I, I mean, again, then it, it got all blown out of proportion because Eddie Gordo ruined the third one. Fuck and then, Eddie Gordo. Yeah, fuck, fuck his Gordo. spin moves. Fuck his dance bullshit. Oh my God. Everybody that played Eddie Gordo, I just want a fucking headbutt. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, yeah. No, we're we're hot taken right now. Anybody that played Eddie Gordo in Tekken Three is trash. You're trash. Just, I mean, you're, you're trash as a human being for picking him, and, and you're tra- you're trash even more for picking a different color pants. Okay, because Ugh. because all, all you're all you're doing is you're just further mashing buttons before you get to pick a character. All right, like like stick with the yellow. We already know you're not. You don't know what you're doing. If if you did a throw with Eddie Gordo. I I I'd, I'd pay for your the rest of your afternoon being Eddie Gordo because otherwise all you're I would doing... like to box your motherfucking ears. Listen yes. to this cast, okay, and tell me who this is your pop quiz for tonight. Listen to this cast and tell me what the movie is, okay? Kit Harrington, most notably known as Jon Snow from the Game of Thrones uh, TV show. Carrie Ann Moss, Sean Bean, Malcolm McDowell, Adelaide Clemens. Now, by the numbers, those fucking names, that should be a good movie, you would think. Unfortunately, that movie was Silent Hill Revelation, which was a goddamn stink fire of fucking garbage. I wish they would make a good Silent Hill movie, because Silent Hill was such a terrifying video game series. I played them all. I fucking loved them. And Solid. they scared the fucking shit out of me. They were like they were like the Resident Evil killer, but they were trying to run adjacent to Resident Evil and they did their own thing. And they had their own like level of fucking insane crazy lore. I mean, Pyramid Head is fucking insane from Silent Hill 2, and I don't know if he was ever in any of the movies. The movies were trash. They should have been good, but they were not. Like, it's sad to me when they can't get a pre-established intellectual property like Silent Hill, they can't get it right. Because it's like, okay... You had the script. You had the. You had everything laid out. What the hell were you doing? You know. Yeah. yeah. I, you know. And but I would be remiss if I didn't mention the Mario Brothers movie, which was absolute fucking trash. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they might they might as well have done a Duck Hunt trailer uh, just to, just to kind of cap off how bad that was gonna be. It was so um, bad, and that's another one. When you listen to the fucking cast list, which is Bob Hoskins, who was Eddie Valiant on Who Framed Roger Rabbit, I fucking... That's one of the best noir crime movies of all time. Try to change my mind on that. I don't well, care. Bob it, Hoskins worked on Red and Stippy, too, so yeah, he was... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, Dennis Hopper, Fisher Stevens, fucking, like, it should have been good, but it was the worst. It's got a 4.0 on IMDb. I shudder to, <laughs> I shudder to think what it is on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not even going to pull that stink site up, but. No, no, yeah, you don't, you don't want to get fucking blacklisted on Rotten Tomatoes at this point. I mean, but to be, to, to be fair, I mean, like, 
you can you could plant great seeds and end up and end up with a shit plant. I mean, it's just. <laughs> No, I, I mean, that's <laughs> that's that's the way of the walk. Um, but I mean, look, we've offered up a lot of uh, a, a lot of flowers, but we've also uh, we've also provided a lot of fertilizer tonight. So I think we're uh, I think we're just about a time here, fellow. So um, oh, I mean, we are. But I, I have to say something else first. This blows my fucking mind because I'm doing an IMDb like a uh, deep dive. Everybody that has seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze that came up growing up with us knew that uh, big, sexy Kevin Nash was Super Shredder. That's right. Did, did you fucking know that Splinter was played by Kevin Clash, also known as Elmo? No. Motherfucker. No. Wow, I- What? You mean the voice too, or just they're just the bodysuit? Voice, the voice. What really? The fuck. Wow, that's just unreal to me. That's just that's like a QED moment for me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Elmo is Master Splinter. Oh, Your mind shattered. It is. My God. Well, we better pay the piper. If not for me, you guys still fucking touring. You're never coming home, bro. <laughs> you, you need to come home. You got obligations at home, but the tour is just going well. It looks like you guys are having fun. I I fucking pray I get to see you soon because uh, that band is going places, dude. Yeah, they're fucking hammering it. I mean, I was glad to see that they booked some uh, uh, some out of state shows in Delaware actually in November. So I'm I'm trying like hell to get to uh, their last Pennsylvania show that they have booked. It's uh, 10:28. Uh, it's a Monday down at the Chameleon Club where they're I think they're one of the openers for Oceana, who is playing um, their uh, I think it's their their full title album uh, on their 10 year oh, tour. Which is cool, yeah. That's that's cool as hell. Yeah, that's that's a cool open. Um, so yeah, that's not not to sound like a music snob, but celebrate live local music. Celebrate if not for me, because they are legit. They are the fucking real deal. And uh, you know, get out to the shows out there because they appreciate it. That's right. Um, yeah, I, I mean, again, I, I, I still think that the small shows are the best shows to get to, um, because there's, I mean, you can kind of, you can get to be that snob. You can say like, look, I was there whenever they were fucking small. I can Bro, see, I, I seriously see it happening with this band. I yeah. really do, you know, and I need to see them while they're at this level because there's going to be a time when I can't, you know? <laughs> Yeah, where it's gonna be, it's gonna literally be impossible. I mean, I it's it, it sucks. I hate to come up with this with this tiny little like last bit here, but um, you know, I I've on my days off, I find myself listening to to the radio just to see what what uh what America calls pop music, and I find that all they're doing is they're just they're 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 going in the wrong direction. They're di- they're they're doing deep dig backwards. Uh, I've heard I've heard Blue Album songs uh, the last three days. Um, on the same channel um, that weren't uh, that weren't playing uh, whenever the Blue Album was fucking popular, even five years after whenever the Blue Album could have been popular, ten yeah. years after, like like they're the the deep the deep dig is is on in pop music, and like yeah. you know it's like, it's all but, covers and deep cuts from albums that we knew about in '94, but. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it just, I mean, you have to understand that like, that, that like I thought the shit, like the minute that I heard my name is Jonas and I, the, the minute that I heard, uh, fucking surf wax America, surf and, wax, uh, fuck yeah. and, uh, fucking say it ain't so, you know, I was, re- I, dude, I was rehearsing that shit in my fucking bedroom when I was 13 years old. God like, damn right. I, like, I mean, that's, like and now and now i mean in 2019 i'm hearing it on a pop on like on a pop channel it's like it's like look the shit's the shit's coming back but it's fake it's a fake comeback it's it it was good it was good to start and 
I know what I know what the drive is now because again there's this there there's an arena tour next year. I get where we're going with it. Um I don't I also don't see anybody playing um anything from Nimrod by the way from from Green Day or um I I don't I, I don't hear uh uh, uh dance dance uh, uh, again resurfacing um from under the cork tree. Uh, from fallout boy so i mean just just be egalitarian uh you know like like if you're gonna celebrate the whole bit play the whole bit you know like let's you know let's not be so selective let's not be let's not be uh snobby in the wrong way um let's you know let's let's get ahead of the curve like we're trying to do like we're trying to do with with these bands that we're putting out there for you uh chiefly if not for me and then again i I, we were throwing out never i last week and uh you know i think we even probably talked about pangea for a minute uh trying to get ahead of uh skinned you know what i mean but oh my god before they're gonna get too big for even for any britches that we could ever fucking put on between the two of us speaking of off mic when we're off mic i'm gonna send you a video of her singing uh richard ramirez live blows my fucking mind but uh in the meantime don't suffer stupidity water out demonstratum and we appreciate the listens guys thanks again thanks guys tell your friends we love you (laughs) 